The following is a Thunderbolt West Media production. I'm talking inverters and surviving these crazy times. You are listening to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show with Jim Calhoun. The storm was coming, the sky was on fire, fear was in their eyes. We appreciate it. This next song was recorded in 1902 by the Edison Military Band. America, played by the Edison Military Band. Replace fear with faith. Replace pessimism with hope. Replace despair with determination. And don't be afraid to rely on God and step out on the sea. second half of the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. I'm your host, Jim Calhoun. Now, I said in the first part of the show that we're going to talk about survival issues and prepping. Well, I think we need to do that because I think everything is lining up and pointing to massive civil unrest, possible world war, if not nuclear war. And if you look back to just several years ago, We had none of this on our plate. Mandates, forced inoculations, lockdowns, threats of nuclear war, massive violence in the street, food riots, food shortages, food plants being burned, airplanes being flown into some of these food plants, 
fires and arson all over the world. This is all being contrived. It's all being forced. Let's not have our head in the sand about this at all. We have all of our food processing plants are under attack. You might say, well, how are all of them? Look at the amount that have been destroyed. And then think about the computer hackers, the ones that get in and hack the computers of some of these big grain companies. The powers that be, and I think they're the satanic, unelected, deep state type of New World Order folks, they want to see a massive reduction in our population. So they're trying to take us out with pestilence and famine. As a matter of fact, I would say the New World Order globalists are trying to play the role of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And so before you think I need a rubber room and a tinfoil hat, just take a look at how many food processing plants have had mysterious so-called accidents and have burned down and have been destroyed. Then look at the Union Pacific Railroad cutting back massively on its fertilizer, on how much fertilizer it'll haul. Now, why would the Union Pacific Railroad do that? Don't they want to haul freight? Isn't that their business? Why would they say, we're only going to haul so much fertilizer? Think about that. Have you ever heard of anything like that? I never have. And then you have, on one hand, you have a group of people who are quote-unquote environmentalists that say that organic farming is bad for the earth. Yeah, you heard right. There are a group that say that organic farming is bad for the earth. And on the other hand, you have people that are part of the satanic New World Order in Washington, D.C., that are saying it's good that fertilizer shortages are going to happen. That'll force farmers into learning new ways to fertilize their crops. Talk about doublespeak and talk about just total incompetence. And so really I think it's up to we the people to take care of business. And when I say take care of business, I'm meaning take care of your own business. There's a pandemic among the birds right now. Well, let me tell you this. They have stated that there's bird flu everywhere. But actually proving that it's there, they really haven't done that like they traditionally do. So a lot of this is just someone said, yeah, we got bird flu, kill the birds. And so they're ordering the absolute destruction of millions of turkeys and ducks, chickens, geese, all because they fear a bird flu, not because these are infected flocks. They have claimed to have found some infected birds. But in reality, they're making it sound a lot worse than it actually is. And while bird flu is absolutely awful, because it does end up killing an awful lot of our fowl, well, they're killing them anyway. And so there's a lot afoot here that they're trying very hard. And when I say they, I'm saying the New World Order people that are following the spirit of Antichrist. They're doing their best to cause massive starvation among the people. And while we in the Western world, the United States and Canada and so forth, while we might be inconvenienced, 
people in third world nations are going to be starving to death at an alarming rate. You add to that the rice shortage that's coming because they say there's going to be a 10% reduction of the rice that's available. Then you add the Ukraine-Russia war. And between Russia and Ukraine, they're the world's largest exporters of wheat. And then I was talking to a gentleman yesterday who is in the financial business that told me that diesel was going to end up, was headed towards 7 and $8 a gallon in parts of the country within a few days. And while most of the time I take things like that with a grain of salt, I personally know this guy, and he's a straight shooter, and he's someone that really keeps things quiet until he really knows what he's talking about. And so he doesn't talk to hear himself talk. And when I told him about the diesel prices here, how detrimental they're going to be to all the farming and all the independent truckers, he shook his head and said, well, I'm afraid that that's the cheap side that we're going to see. Then he went on to tell me that it's going to almost double in price really soon. And I know propane is getting very high. And I do some farming with tractors powered by propane. Now, usually that saves me some money. But this year, I don't think anyone's going to save any money with fuel. Unless you do things yourself to help conserve fuel. And that's what I plan on doing. I'm trying everything in my power that every trip I have to make be as efficient as possible and every round I make in the field be as efficient as possible. That's going to help a little bit, but ultimately we're all going to be paying through the nose. And the price of shipping is going to go through the roof. And so if you thought you could stay at home and just order online and save a lot of money, I think those days are over too. I really do think that as a society, we are going into a whole new world, a whole new age, so to speak. And I would say that it's a whole new dark age. If I would have to guess if it was going to be a good age or a bad age, I'd have to call it a dark age. All you have to do is look at the civil unrest and look at the massive inflation and the total corruptness of all the governments. I don't care what you think about Biden as far as him being senile or not. You know, you can question that all day. But one thing you cannot question, the man is thoroughly 100% corrupt. His family's corrupt. His party is corrupt. His government is corrupt. And what's really sad is the people on the other side are just as corrupt. So we have corrupt Democrats that we can elect or corrupt Republicans that we can elect. So which corruption do you want? Which group of gangsters would you like to put in charge? That's what we're facing, folks. That's why I say we the people. It's up to us. And we can't count on our community food banks. We can't count on our local churches. We can't count on our local philanthropists. We just can't do that. 
We have to count on the person that stares back at us when we look in a mirror. That is the person you're going to have to rely on. And so as far as survival goes, get in the best physical condition you've ever been in. I really think that's critical. You might say, well, what does that have to do with survival? Well, ultimately, I think it has everything to do with survival. If you're older and you have heart troubles and you're diabetic and you're overweight and you're a smoker and you have other things that are happening, I think you're in trouble. But you can help yourself by pushing yourself away from the table, losing a few pounds, quit the habits you have that are detrimental like smoking or drinking too much, live in moderation, do little baby steps with your health, and make yourself healthier. If you're way over the hill and way out of shape, you'll probably never be in good shape ever again. But you can always be in better shape. And so each day, try to get in just a little bit better health. So each day, make your position stronger. Try to get a little healthier each day. And if you stick to that, in a month or two, you'll start feeling a lot better. And then mentally it'll kick in and say, oh, wow, I wish I would have done this years ago. And so I really think that everyone needs to concentrate on their health. Don't put things in your body that you don't know what it is. In other words, avoid all the hydrogenated oils. Avoid all the things they put in as preservatives. Avoid the GMO, because who knows what that is. Of course, I know it's impossible to avoid all of that. But you can limit your intake. I'm going to take a very common snack food, potato chips. If you really must have potato chips, make your own. It'll be a lot healthier for you. It's really not that hard to do. It's time-consuming, but it's not hard. But yet most people just would rather eat a bunch of chemicals they get out of a bag than to make it themselves and make sure that it's not going to hurt them. But that's a whole other topic for another day. But get yourself in the best health you can. Because if you're going to be fighting for your life, or fighting for your freedom, or fighting for your rights, or fighting for anything, it stands to reason, the healthier that you are, the more successful you're going to be. And when it comes to survival foods, don't get things that will just fill your stomach. Get food that you actually like. I do not recommend buying these variety packs of a bunch of mystery things full of mystery powders and mystery meat and things like that because who knows if you're going to thrive on that kind of a diet. While some survival food is very good for you, some of it isn't. So I recommend that you stockpile foods that you like, that you know that you'll eat and enjoy, foods that agree with your system, foods that you're used to. I really think that's very important. Now, you can also buy some of this freeze-dried, powdered survival food. And if you already have some of that, that's going to be okay too. But you can always mix some of that in. I don't know why people generally have what I call the either-ors. They either do this or they either do that. When in reality, they need to be doing a bit of this and a bit of that and mix it together. And so if you have some survival food and you're living off of your survival food, you can add some fresh fruits and vegetables to that survival food 
or add a hunk of real meat instead of something powdered in a can. And then you can take that powdered stuff in a can and have it every other day. You can alternate meals. You can alternate days. You can stretch your survival food massively and also make your survival food to where it's actually not going to harm you if it's not the highest of quality because you won't be eating it every day for every meal. A lot of that's really high in salt and really high on preservatives. While I don't mind the salt so much because salt is something that happens naturally in our body, the preservatives I have a little bit more issue with. And with all this civil unrest, I think it's way too late to start getting interested in survival. I think that I'm going to be talking to the ones that have already started or are what they think finished getting their survival things ready. I really do think it's time we put some icing on the cake and started battening down the hatches. Because I really feel that we're only just weeks, days, minutes a year? I don't know. I can't give a timeline. But I really think that we're going to have to rely on some of the survival things that we've stocked up on. I really do. And so I think it's time to tie up all your loose ends and get everything totally done if if you haven't already. And one of the loose ends I think you need to do is make sure you have an extremely well-stocked medicine cabinet. So if you use products like an antihistamine, which everyone needs to have an antihistamine around for bee stings and so forth, make sure you have enough to last you a year. And that would go for aspirin and ibuprofen and and all the other over-the-counter drugs. Any lotions or liniments or vitamins in pill form, any kind of supplement, I think you need to go ahead and get a year's supply. Now, when it comes to prescription drugs, I do take two prescriptions. I have three of them prescribed to me, but I refuse to take the statin drug that they want me to take. Because in my opinion, I think that statin drugs really do contribute to Alzheimer's. And I had a very bad car wreck. I had a horrible head injury. And my doctors have already told me 10 years ago, that I'm a candidate to develop Alzheimer's because of the damage that I had to my head. And so there's no way I'm putting a statin drug in my body to try to help that situation out. And so I do avoid it. Now the other two, I buy six months at a time. The pharmacy that I go to can't sell me a year at a time, but they can six months. So I go in twice a year. So I would recommend that you talk to your doctor and your pharmacist to get a six-month supply or even a year if you can. And if your pharmacist will not do it, it's time to fire that pharmacist and get one that will. And again, I'm going to take a big stab at the big box stores. I used to get all of my medications from a really well-known box store or chain store that's all over the United States. And the reason I got my meds from them is because I traveled a lot. And I thought it would be very convenient so I could go anywhere in the whole country and I could go into that same business and get my prescription. Well, after they almost doubled the price of the meds I had to take and the flippant attitude that they had when I complained about it, 
I looked into local home-owned pharmacies, and I found out that I could buy three months worth of my medication, the exact same brand name, exact same medication, from my local pharmacy. I could buy three months cheaper than I could buy one month from this well-known big chain store that told me that I was getting the best price available. I could get three months with my local pharmacist for the same money, one month. You put your head around that and you see how much money that this big store was actually ripping me off. So I would recommend you go to a home-owned pharmacy that the owners actually live in your neighborhood, people you can trust, people you can go in and visit with and talk to, because you're more apt to get really good service there. And I think that's really important. And it's the same as buying all your gear to create your own electricity. You do get what you pay for. But in this case, I got a cheaper price and I got excellent service. And to this day, I'm still really mad at this big box store because they did everything in their power to tell me that I was getting the best price that law would allow is what they were selling me my meds for. Then I find out that that was a total lie. And so it's really hard to trust anybody that's in this oligarchy system, these big box stores, all these multimillionaires, all these people that are, I just think they're, they're greedy beyond belief. And they take advantage of people and the lies that they're telling their customers and the way they try to take advantage of people is, is absolutely criminal. And that's the last topic I'm going to go into is keeping yourself from harm. Right now, we have so many things happening, civil unrest. I hear that there are banks in some countries that are not giving their depositors any money, that they've taken the money and they're putting it in offshore accounts and things like that that are just going to do nothing but cause more civil unrest all over the world. And so I think that Every association you have, whether it be with a pharmacist or a doctor or a grocer or whatever, make sure that you are dealing with small hometown-owned businesses. Try to avoid these big box stores. Do not fund this new world order. Do not fund your own destruction. Because it seems to me that most of these box stores, if not all of them, are part of that club that George Carlin talks about. You know that club that you're not a member of and never will be? And I think more than ever, I think mankind right now is being farmed. I think we're nothing more than farm animals to these people. And they're doing everything in their power to get every dime from us while they still can't. And it's kind of like the can of worms that is the industry as far as caring for the elderly. It seems like people that have money, once they go into a nursing home, is no time at all before they're dead broke. And it seems like we have a lot of end-of-life care providers that are getting absolutely rich and they're getting filthy rich off of old people that just, through no fault of their own, just happen to have an extra birthday. 
And so I don't think there's a lot of humanity towards man happening as far as big business is concerned. Now, I doubt if there ever has been too much humanity towards man with big business. That's why I shop small. That's why I work with small companies. And I seem to get a lot more of a good human experience. I'm able to actually talk to someone that knows what they're talking about, someone that can do something about a problem if one should come up, and also people that ultimately become my friend. Like I say, we the people have to stick together. And I think more than ever, now is the time for all good people to unite. And when I say good people, I'm talking about sane, rational people with common sense, people that know which side is up, people that know the truth. Because as the Bible says, the truth shall set us free. And truer words have never been spoken. And so live in truth, walk in truth, shop small, take care of yourself, take care of your community. Don't wait on government. Don't wait on some outside force. Don't wait on some force that's mankind from the outside to come in and save you. I think just like the prayers for rain that were answered, I think we need to pray for our world right now. I know a lot of people say, let's pray for our leaders. I think we need to pray for the people who are being misled by our leaders. Because I don't think we have any leaders. We should pray for them because the Bible tells us to do that. But along with that, I think we need to pray for we the people. The common man, the common woman. The people that just want to be left alone. The people that just want to have a nice life and raise a family. The common people. The ones who are under assault right now. You and me, we're all part of this group. It's time for us to pray for each other, band together, and help each other with our quest to survive this awful event that mankind is pushing on us through the inspiration of Satan. Because never forget, all of this that's been happening, everything that's happened for very many decades now, has been inspired and directed by Satan. So ultimately, our enemy is Satan. So we need to stand up to Satan. Identify him for who he is and what he is, and reject him. And people of like mind need to join forces in prayer need to join forces as far as trying to help each other survive, if possible. Well, I hope someone got something from my message today. I always enjoy coming to you with these talks. And if you enjoy the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show, I would ask that you consider donating to the show, because it's only by your donations that you're able to hear the show, because this show is 100% listener-supported. And you'll never know how much I really, truly appreciate each and every one of you who donates. And I take checks, money order, or cash. And you'd write the check out to Thunderbolt West Media. Thunderbolt West Media. And you would mail to Thunderbolt West Media. P.O. Box 163, 
P.O. Box 163, Hershey, Nebraska, Hershey, Nebraska, the zip code 69143, again, 69143, and your support is very much appreciated. Well, this hour always goes so fast, and I can't wait to get behind this microphone again for the next edition of the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. So until then, everyone out there, stay safe, stay well. And so everyone out there, especially now more than ever, keep your powder dry. Stay well. Stay informed. But most of all, replace fear with faith. This is Jim Calhoun with the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. Thank you for listening to Thunderbolt West Media.